Welcome to The Pink Mug, a sisterhood podcast where we have real conversations with real girls in our world about life, faith, and sisterhood. Today, we are continuing our conversation with our dear friend and sister, Taylor Madu. In this episode, you will hear about how she met her husband and shares the details about the Robert Taylor love story. You are going to love how real and honest Taylor gets about the journey of dating and marriage and the lessons God taught her along the way. This is an episode you are going to want to share with your friends. So gather the girls in your world and enjoy this episode of The Pink Mud. girls welcome to the pink mug we are so excited that you're joining us today whether you're watching online or you're just listening we're glad you're with us and joining us for the conversation for part two yes yes, with taylor madu (laughs) (laughs) well if you didn't get to um just experience last month you want to watch or listen to that episode taylor shared her story um really a tragic story without Jesus, Mm -hmm. but how God redeemed um, a situation in her past and he's using it still today. Right. Mm -hmm. I love how he takes our trials when we give them to him and uses that trial and that story Mm -hmm. to um, encourage others around us in the sisterhood. And, you know, that's one of the things that came out of that episode is just how every story matters to God. Right. Mm -hmm. And every story can make a difference in a friend's life Mm -hmm. because you can use it to encourage them and strengthen their faith. So you're going to want to be sure you invite your friends to watch with you, maybe use it in your life group or your small group and to discuss that that whole topic and narrative and beautiful scriptural truth of God's redemption and saving grace. Yes, it was really, really powerful. And we actually ended last episode, part one, with a very you know, cliffhanger question. We ended with a beginning. We ended with a beginning. That is so true. Wow. How did (laughs) Taylor and Robert meet? So today's episode is going to dive into all that. It's actually, it's a super fun story. It's one of my favorites that you share. I am serious. It's so sweet. It's like a little storybook. It 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 is. is. It's a love story. Yes. Yes. Okay, so it's actually perfect because where we left off, um, I had just had the baby and all of that. So life was put on hold for me okay. for, I guess, a good year. Well, from there, uh, I right before I had gotten pregnant, I didn't know I was pregnant. I actually visited Dallas to go to Christ for the Nations. And, and what's Christ for the Nations? It's a school of ministry. Okay. So, okay. yeah. For so, young people. Yeah, or actually or for everyone. everyone. Yeah, okay. so people come from all over the world to attend. I went there for worship. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they have missions and they have pastoral ministries and all of the above. So I had gone, I knew I needed to get out of the area that I was in. I needed to get away from the relationship that I was in and everything else. You and still felt vulnerable. Vulnerable. And you knew, knew you needed to, yes. to get in a different setting. Yes. I had to yeah. remove myself from the setting. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes you, you just have to, to do it. You just right. have to remove yeah. yourself. Right. No, yeah. That's wise. <laughs> and so I visited a friend. I didn't have any money. I didn't know what life was even going to look like, but this was this was prior to the baby. I went out there, and she lived in a house. She rented a room out of a family's home. 
Okay. So she said, I got to get you out. What a good friend, right? That's okay. the, that's the yeah. type of friends that you need yeah. to yes. surround yourself with that are willing to fight on your behalf. So <laughs> and good. so she's like, move in with me. You got to get out of this relationship, get out of that town. So I come visit. It's awesome. I'm like, okay, let's do it. While I'm there, she's actually like, I have, there's a guy that I want you to meet. Okay. I'm, I'm 17. There's a guy I want you to meet. Um, I'm like, no, I don't, I don't need to be in a relationship mm -hmm. with any guy. I'm good. So I go back, I pack everything up to move that summer to live within that two week period. Everything's packed up in my house. Um, I'm in a wreck. Okay. I'm in a car wreck. That's when I, everything gets put on hold two months. My car can't go to Dallas without a car. Right. All of a sudden within that two month period is whenever I found out I was pregnant. Oh my so everything's goodness. canceled. Everything okay. stops. Okay. So then I started. With the grace of God though, that he had given you that with the grace of God. Yes. yes. So I didn't move out there. Everything. Oh, yes. And then, because I was yeah. actually pregnant when I visited Dallas and didn't know it. So God's always working. Oh, He's wow. always working yeah. in every detail. Yeah. The good, the bad, mm -hmm. and the ugly. So after I lost Micah, I had, you know, I stayed, I actually enrolled in cosmetology school and was waiting tables and all of that. So um, after I lost Micah, I literally packed up everything I owned again and pursued uh, worship. I went to Christ for the nations, the life that I wanted before. Um, once God, you know, everything shifted and changed, I was like, okay, you know, I believe in God. I'm trusting God for my future. Um, let's do this thing. So mm -hmm. I literally packed up everything and started life as what I knew it prior to, to Micah. Now you were at that point still living with your mom? Or yes. were you? Yeah. So yeah. was okay. that, and you were, you were the only sibling at home? Yeah. So was it hard for you to leave? No. No, not hard at all. Like, I was so ready. It was time. I was drowning. I knew there was so much more for my life, but they're not, not, not in Eldorado, Arkansas. Mm -hmm. And I love, I love the town. I love that it made me who I am. Yeah. I'm a simple girl, Southern girl, you know, small simple town. life, small town. Like I'm easy to please, but at the same time, there was so much dysfunction and heartache for me there that mm -hmm. I knew I had to get out. Mm -hmm. Um, in order for me to fulfill the call of God mm -hmm. on my own life, you know. So I get to Christ for the Nations uh, that semester. Uh, they actually pre-record videos, okay, <laughs> of all of, of students, probably 15, that want to share their story. So someone had heard of my story. I was actually kind of not really too open about it. Mm -hmm. And someone had heard their conversation. They were like, you should share your story. So this would, would have been the first time I had ever shared it, okay. It wasn't even a year. That's since Micah's, very fresh. Micah's death. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. So um, they pre-record the video. This is at the beginning of the semester. We'll come December. Um, Eddie James is supposed to be the guest speaker of the Tuesday Night Experience. Last minute, he cancels. So they're in there trying to figure out last minute scrambling, who can we get mm -hmm. to speak? Well, then a guy by the name of Brian Ming, who goes to Trinity Church, which is where Robert goes. He goes, there's a guy named Robert Madu, which is, he's still a Bible college student. He goes to Sagu. Okay. <laughs> he's like, you should have him. He's phenomenal. So ends up, Robert comes, uh, Pastor Adam McCain, who's over, he's like the director. He handpicks which video he wants. So there's a handful of videos. And they're he, picking one. And they're picking one, one. for this night. <laughs> So of he course. Goes, yeah, of course, right? It's like, oh it really is like gosh. a book, like a love story. Yes, it is. So they go in, he picks my story. How many would have been at this event? Or Gosh, probably a thousand or okay. more, okay. maybe more. So um, this girl 
who I was going to live with years prior. She was like a sister. So it's a big deal that my video is being played. So she comes to support me, okay? So we're sitting there. I don't know Robert at all. I don't know anything about him. Mm -hmm. I don't even know his mm -hmm. name at the time. My video's shared. Everyone's crying. We're like, oh my gosh, I, you know, I did it. It's a big deal. Mm -hmm. Well, then he gets up to speak, and she literally is like, Taylor, do you remember you? A few years, like a year and a half, two years ago, when you came out and I told you that I wanted to introduce you to this guy. She said, that's the guy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? So then I, like, leaned in a little bit more. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, okay, did. he's super, he's super fine. Yeah. <laughs> he can dress. He loves Jesus. He can communicate like no other. Mm -hmm. He's really smart. He uses really big words. Wow. You like, figured all of that out within? Within seconds. <laughs> caused me to lean in a little bit more <laughs> yes. and I was like wow so then the night ends he goes back to Sagu the next day she works at, at Southwestern mm -hmm. he goes in to see her so they're friends he goes in to see her she's like did you see the girl in the the, the screen video. the video and he's like yeah yeah the country girl or something like that <laughs> you know it is what it is <laughs> country girl hey so when she's like I've been wanting to introduce y'all long story short if that's possible we get connected. We go to IHOP for the first time. And I remember I was, like, living my best life because I had only seen IHOP on TV. <laughs> you know what I mean? Arkansas. Oh, baby. So, okay, okay. So I was like, yes, oh, we're, having, we're having a blind date at, or not a blind date, we're having a date at IHOP, okay? And just proud of it. So we go in. I was so awkward because it was a group date. So everyone knew we were there for each other. I was so, like, oh. I was in, insecure, intimidated. Remember yeah. I told y'all about okay. that? Like, I was like, how would a guy like him ever be interested in yeah. a girl like me? Like, I'm awkward. It's fine. It's not fine, but it has to be fine. So anyways, that started a six-year journey of us dating. And then six years later, actually, what, six plus been married five, 10, 11, 11 years later, four or three babies later, mm -hmm. here we are. You talked about <laughs> um, in the last podcast about how you felt like you weren't good enough Oh yeah, for a man, yeah. or a godly man. Yeah. That, that's what it was. I felt yeah. like I wasn't good enough for... I knew I was going to be with a godly man, but I had my rules, and or I had my request of what type of godly man? Uh, a godly yeah. man that... Uh, had, had experience. Had a past. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, it, it made me feel less insecure. Mm -hmm. Less insecure. So mm -hmm. I remember being like, okay, God, you know, please that's just crazy. let him not be... Perfect. What I see is yeah. perfect. Yeah. And so then Robert comes along, and he comes from this uh, perfect little family. If there is a perfect family, there's not, but you know what I mean. A phenomenal mother. Comparatively, phenomenal. that's Comparatively. how you viewed it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, never saw his parents argue. Um, they raised him in church. Everything really was great. Um, he went to you know Bible college. He was offered drugs in high school and went home and cried to his dad because oh, that you feel me so like precious. that. So He's exactly. Precious. So he was in public school. He was that, I don't know if he cried. He'd probably be like, "Are you serious right now?" I just put yeah. him on blast. But he was like, he sorry, was Robert. sorry, sorry, sorry babe. I love you, husband. Yeah. So he was in public school. Got offered drugs. Goes home to his dad. He's very upset about it. And so then they put him in private. So, like, that's how he was raised. Okay. Me, I'm like, what? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? like, it's nothing. Nothing to me. Like, arguing, fighting, dysfunction, all of those things. Like, that, that was, was part of your norm. world. It was yeah. natural. It was, what, it was what my world looked like. Yeah. Uh, so we come from such opposite backgrounds. 
So in my mind, there was like a specific, yes, you have to love Jesus, but at the same time, I need you have done this, this, and you failed in this way, and you failed in that way, because all your failures make me feel better about myself. So you were trying to negotiate <laughs> with God. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Uh, his good gifts for you. Yes. In that yes, moment. Yes. And that's, that's what I... His gift was too good. His gift yeah. was too good. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Exceedingly abundantly above yeah. all that we, you see what yeah. I'm saying. Like yeah. I, I, we say those things. It's so like Christianese. That's what I'm trying to work on. I don't want to say anything unless I really believe it. Yeah, right. And it's so easy as people who've been raised in church and we talk about it. It's what we do, mm-hmm. right? It's just what we do. Um, we don't know anything other than that's the things that we say. But I'm like, no, but do you really, really believe that he's a God that does exceedingly abundantly mm-hmm. above all. Do you, are you, do you really believe that he wants to bless right. you? He wants to bless yes. you. And that his grace is sufficient Fishing. and his mercies are new every morning. Like, do you yeah. really believe that or do you just say it? Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh-huh. so I've been on that. That's what I, when I said 10 year journey, 12, a 13 year journey of really understanding who God is for myself, not what everyone else says that he is yeah. or who he is for me, but mm-hmm. who, who I've learned him to be mm-hmm. on the journey through failures and through mm-hmm. mistakes and through all of that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're dating Robert and yes. you're still feeling this, oh, like yeah. you're still feeling this over, over time mm-hmm. you, oh, yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in this journey. Mm-hmm. What, um, what does God speak to you? Like, how does he start revealing his good grace for you. How does he reveal that to you along the way? I because love, you stuck with him, obviously. Obviously, you didn't pull out. You didn't say, hey, this isn't for me. I'm, I I can't live up to this. You stuck with it. Good Why? and bad. That's a good thing and a yeah. bad thing. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. true. So it was funny because God spoke to me through Robert, one, um, good and bad. Mm-hmm. You know, we're yeah. both flawed. We're both. So he comes from this perfection, if you will. But yet, you know, sometimes that's, I think that, my scars are some of the greatest gift, yeah. gifts that I could have ever been given yeah. because it was through yeah, my own trials yeah. that taught me like compassion and empathy and how to relate to people on a level that mm-hmm. I don't think I could have. I see yeah. people. Right. Mm-hmm. I see people. Yes. And I think I see people because there was once a time where I needed someone to see me. I needed mm-hmm. God to see me. That's really good. And, and so I'm grateful for that. Um, however, those insecurities did overflow into our relationship, yeah. mm-hmm. and I was this little lost puppy that just needed affirmation. And so what was crazy was that I love Jesus and all of those things, but I needed this um, reassurance. I needed this um, these voids filled that were still there, yeah. mm-hmm. and I, I put a pressure on Robert to fill them. And I remember there was, we had a few breakups a time or two. It was always him. I will say that. I was always like, here I am. I'm here. Uh, I'm that Don't girl. Uh, you know, whatever. We'll get that. Uh, I'm, I'm okay with that. But it's crazy because I'll never forget the one of the hardest breakups. Um, something happened, whatever. And he was like, okay. like. So was it a fight? It wasn't ever a fight. But he's a perfectionist. So he had unrealistic, unrealistic expectations on me, on what a wife looked like. One, because of outside voices. Mm-hmm. This is the greatest decision you'll ever make. Your wife is going to determine your ministry, your life. You're this. So, so did that feed your insecurity then? It fed my insecurity. Yeah. So everything I did was a fail. To be, and, or you now try, we're striving to be perfect. I was striving. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I was striving to look just right and just yeah. be. And, and I was exhausted. And so then any time I did anything that was probably normal, for any girl, mm-hmm. um, it would be, I would literally 
just crumble in shame and, mm-hmm. and just uh, insecurity. Like it was my fault. Sometimes it was mm-hmm. his fault. Sometimes mm-hmm. he needed to not do that mm-hmm. or he needed to own up and say, this is, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, it was, it was one time when he was about to, he was walking out and saying goodbye for like the 50th time. <laughs> in our, in our, <laughs> and saying it was over. It was saying it was over. And I remember that I could not let him go. I remember literally I was weeping so hard, but what was crazy, it was in that moment, talk about a defining moment. It was in that moment that I remember when he shut the door, like I'll get emotional talking about it. When he shut the door, I felt the pain of the divorce and the pain of the emotional relationship that I was in before and the pain of Micah. It triggered those feelings and I knew that it wasn't him. It was those things that that only Jesus could heal. And so it was, I put this unrealistic pressure on Robert to almost heal and feel these yeah. things that it wasn't his responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. So therefore I was this girl that was like, please don't leave. But it was more so like mm. mom and dad, yeah. like mm. you left me. Like yeah. I, I was just, I went back to the seven year old Taylor that was like, why did mom choose drugs over me? Wow. Why did they divorce? Why did my mm-hmm. world fall apart? Why did this guy say those things and emotionally abuse me? Why mm-hmm. did, why was Micah stripped away? So mm-hmm. Robert was just one more thing that mm-hmm. was stripped. And it's like, I, it was too overwhelming over yeah. Bearing. But it was in that moment that I realized, like, wait a minute, this, I, I can never expect to be married and carry that into my mm-hmm, marriage and right, be okay. Right. Like, God is going to have to deal with this, mm-hmm, these roots mm-hmm. right now before I ever get into pursue anything with Robert. Yeah, right. So I actually went on a one-year journey of no dating, and I just worked on myself. Mm-hmm, and wow. I was like, Lord, I'm on this journey, and you're going to have to work these things. And what's the best part is that all of a sudden Robert comes back in my life. And I finally reached a place where I told him six years. If you don't know if you want to be with me after six years, <laughs> I said you probably don't want to be with me. So another like, defining moment. <laughs> another <laughs> defining moment. And, he, and he tells you like it was, but it was the confidence. That confidence. Yeah. A confident yeah. woman is attractive. Yeah. That would not have yeah. been there a year. That was not right. there. Yeah. No, yes. it was not. Yes. The, the lost puppy was yeah. long gone. Yeah. I realized no, like I'm strong and I have a lot to offer. Yeah. Um, I I have been broken, but mm-hmm. that's my strength. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't know if you want to be with me by now, you probably don't want to be with mm-hmm. me. And I told him I was like, there's always going to be a more beautiful girl mm-hmm. there's always going to be a more talented girl there's always going to be a funnier girl mm-hmm. and I can go on the list there's always going to be someone way more amazing than me mm-hmm. but there's one Taylor and if you want to be with me <laughs> okay. I'm here um but from this moment on like wow. my security is yeah. not in you That's and who so you say good. I am yeah. my security is you were healed. healed I was healed you were yeah. healed yeah and and literally three months later it rings on my finger <laughs> Okay. It's true. He bought a house wow. and he literally was like, it was like, there is house. a ring story. So you want me to tell that? I do. Okay. <laughs> I do. So we go shopping for rings and it's so funny because I'm like very, like I said, simple girl. I love, you know, I'll shop for an outfit at Target in half yeah. a second. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, ma'am. This. Target so, was a big deal. Exactly. Right. No, oh, okay. Right? Only on the TV. Yeah. The oh, TV. Yeah. The TV. <laughs> the TV. That was like the bar, you know? So, um, it's so funny because Robert loves, like, he's just a fashion king, loves designer, all of those things. So, we go shopping for rings. He wants to take me to Tiffany's. Not that I would even get a ring at Tiffany's, but, like, it was fun to pretend, oh, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I go in in my Forever 21 heels, confident, 
You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm confident. Oh, yeah. So I'm mm-hmm. literally. You got your man. I sure do. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. all, yes, all the feels, all yes. the things. I'm just feeling yeah. myself. I'm very happy, okay? It's six year, six year journey to get to this moment. So we go into Tiffany's. I'm literally just confident leaning um, over the, the little, you know how the, the rings are. You're just kind of like looking and I'm like so giddy and happy. But like, I'm like, you know, you like twist your heels. Like, you know, yes. you're like, I'm like, hey. kind of rock. Yes. Yeah, like that. So I'm like, oh, like that. And all of a sudden it was like, and I heard this like crack. And oh. I, all of a sudden I looked down and my heel broke in Tiffany's. <laughs> you so, so literally, <laughs> I literally limped out of Tiffany's and I'm like hey y'all. <laughs> so, you know I was not even tripping because I was not tripping because I had my man do you feel me right so, like, I'm, nice. I'm limping through yes. uh, North Park Mall trying to find some shoes he says it was like my way for him to buy me some shoes which I mean it worked that was probably. great yeah he did he bought me some shoes but it was fun. That's that's super funny because we're in awesome. Tiffany's you know right but it's like but once again I think Years ago, he he his personality probably, that would have embarrassed him. Yeah. <laughs> so then I would have been like, oh my god. Yeah. But even then, it's like he laughed at it and I laughed at it because I'm like, I own it. Like yeah. I'm gonna own my broken heel and not think twice about it. Yes. You feel me? So that's our story. That year that you spent, that was that was a big deal. A healing. Yeah. That was a healing everything. year. It's almost as if you were like, you know what, Robert is not my savior. No, yeah. he's not the one that's gonna fix it. Yeah, what else preached to us? What a yes, pressure to yes. put on him! Like yes, that's so unfair absolutely. and unnecessary. <laughs> like yeah. the pressure for him to be my savior. So. Yeah, there's so many takeaways from yes. this conversation. Yeah. I really feel like there may be some girls watching or listening today, and there are circumstances in their past that are keeping them from believing that God wants to bless them. Mm-hmm. Living that in fullness. He has good things for them. Yes, and. I want to challenge you, if that's you, to take a piece of paper and write out the things that you are holding on to. You know, it could be that it's a security to you to say, you know, this is this is what I went through. And that's why, you know, it's a protection almost. Mm -hmm. But you need to write those on a piece of paper. Seriously, crumple it up and throw it away and start believing what the Word of God says about yes. you. Yes, totally. Because the so Word of good. God says, there is therefore now no condemnation That's in right. Christ Jesus. Yes. So you've got to start believing that today. Yes. That is my prayer for you. That is yes. our prayer for yes. you. Yes. And then to the married girls, I don't know, but or those that are dating, yeah. relationships, God probably used this to encourage you regarding mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. Um, with regards to your future. You know, um, maybe you just need to tell that guy, okay, it's time. Yeah. yeah. It's time. Yeah. You know? Well, a marriage doesn't yeah. fix everything. No, it right. doesn't. You know, and so you carry things into your marriage. That's one thing I did. I, I got counseling. Yeah. I'm a huge believer mm-hmm. and supporter of counseling. Yes. Biblical counseling. Yes. yes. He's the one valuable. Yes. 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 And yes. so she helped me on my journey because there were certain so things that happened that would trigger and this was one of the most profound things, I think, through my counselor, she spoke into my life. I did not understand why I made the decisions I did. Why would I allow someone to treat me this way? Not Robert, but previous. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy is she said, she told me this and it like freed me because the truth, it sets you free. Right. Yeah. And so I was like, what? I don't know why I was in this dysfunctional relationship. I don't know why I allowed him to say this to me or that. And she said that what I did being unaware of it is that so many things were stripped from me and and so I got in this relationship targeting it mm-hmm. um, to get someone that's almost broken yeah um, and I would I wanted to prove to him what I wanted someone to do for me so I was going to prove to him that I was never going to leave him 
So no matter what he did, you can mm-hmm. talk to me this way. Okay. You can treat me this mm-hmm. way. Yeah. But you know what? I'm never going to leave you mm-hmm. because yeah. love is patient. Love is kind. Da, mm-hmm. da, da, da. But really what I was doing for him was I, was what I wanted my mom to do for me. Mm-hmm. I'm never yeah. going to leave you. I'm going to choose yes. you. Yeah. Um, my, my family to be rest- all of those things. And so for me, it was like the truth of knowing that, you know, things from my past, I was actually operating out of things from my past. So mm-hmm. it kept me in this dysfunctional yeah. relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You felt you like know? you could control. Yeah. What yes. was happening? Yeah. And how crazy is it that? that it's, you know? Yes. And so, anyways. So good. Yeah. Becky, Beautiful. speak to the girls. You have something to say. Tell. Yeah, you know, girls, I hope that um, that you listened to this this podcast episode, you watched it, and you were encouraged. Um, but don't just stop at this one. I hope that you were able to listen to part one because yes. that is a beautiful, powerful story as well. We are actually thrilled that you would make us a part of your journey, a part of your conversation. Taylor, will you come back? Yes. Yes. I'm family. I'm like, I'm going to come back even if y'all don't ask me to. I'm just going to pick. I I I want to talk marriage with you, you know, like in a a deeper way, you know, um, because we didn't get to the the (laughs) wedding yet. (laughs) The wedding. It was great. Yes, for sure. Pink mug moment. Pink mug moment. So, girls, if you've been watching up to this point, you know that at the end of every pink mug episode, we have a pink mug moment. So, girls are sending in questions from across the country, wherever you're watching. You can send a question in to Design Sisterhood, either on Facebook or on Instagram. Just DM us your question. We would love to hear it. We'll drop it here right into the pink mug. And they can get a pink mug. And you can get a pink mug. Follow us on social media for all of the details. They're gorgeous. Pink mug club. Actually, cheers. Cheers. Oh, cheers. Take a picture of you with your pink mug. Post it on social media. Hashtag the pink mug. And uh, maybe we'll repost it. But anyway. Enough about social media. Let's talk about this. What's the next question? question. I'm digging to the The bottom. The bottom. The bottom. What do we got here? Okay. Here we go. This is from Krista. And she asks this. Now remember, girls, this Hi, is like Krista. this is like a 30-second tweetable answer. Okay. So oh. <laughs> with, <laughs> with so many things fighting for your attention, how do you prioritize them in order to keep yourself from getting burned out? Ooh, 30 seconds. Oh my gosh, can't do anything. No pressure. Oh my God. I think it's already 30 seconds. Okay. Yes. I'm sweating sweat bubbles. Um, I don't know if there is an answer for that. I yeah. feel like every time um, there's not necessarily an order mm-hmm. and there's not really a true yeah. balance to mm-hmm. me. I feel like mm-hmm. if there's an area that's lacking, I just try to pay more attention to that area. But balancing it all, I don't know if I'll ever conquer yeah. that, mm-hmm. master that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Holy would, Spirit led. Holy yes. Spirit, what is lacking? If you're striving yes. for balance... Mm. It's that is just I don't yes. think it's possible. It, I don't Good luck. Let me know. Yeah, yeah. hundred percent agree with that. Yes, so just tell us how. <laughs> I hundred percent agree. Yes. I think it's seasons that have uh, different feels and rhythms. Good. Swing back and forth. That's and a roll with it. That's a whole podcast it topic it that we'll have to share. explore at some point. Well, we love you all. Mm-hmm. We're so thankful you joined us, and we're so thankful you're part of our sisterhood. Yeah. And we'll see you next month on The Pink Mug. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today on The Pink Mug. Be sure to tune in right here on the second Tuesday of each month for a brand new episode. We would love for you to like and share today's show with your friends and connect with us on social media. Follow Design Sisterhood on Facebook and Instagram to learn more about who we are as a sisterhood and how you could be a part.